Hello, it is the last day of June, June 30th in 2023, Drake, Wes, and Sid. If you heard us yesterday, you know that this is the final day of the Drake Digital presentation, as it has been uh, in this, or on this platform since the first part of the year, and as uh, broadcasting, radio, anything involving a music format um, seems to be fading into the sunset. Uh, and it is. It's an unfortunate time to be in the broadcasting world in any capacity. And um, so uh, our time here has been uh, interesting and enjoyable in some places and not so much in others. But we were given the opportunity to uh, to build this. I have had always wanted to go back to my earlier days in radio and create a radio station that focused on music. Uh, and not a bunch of just, you know, jibber-jabber and nonsense. And so we were given the chance to do that, which I will always appreciate. Where it went from there, uh, well, it could have been different, but it wasn't, and there's no reason to uh, review the imperfections in how this went. Uh, but we had a good time, and uh, now uh, we will be, uh, this will be going away. The... Facebook page will remain uh, as we thank our sponsors in different formats or, or in, in a different ways and announce things as they come. If we're going to do, do some more podcasting and uh, other events that involve um, me and or me, Wes and Sid or me and Zeke, there'll be some things coming up that'll be on the Facebook page, which Sid is so gratefully uh and, uh, well, she's just done a, a fantastic job with this, and Wes has been um, a great help in many ways. And we've had a, a good time over the past eight years and the past three here. So, uh, but things change and evolve, and that's that's the way it is. Um, the last straw for me was Ryan Seacrest getting Pat Sajak's gig. <laughs> right. Last one, then. I just really can't, I really cannot get this in my mind right. It's just an indication of how safe and how benign and how non-threatening the media wants everything to be. Take the most generic, he's so white, he's transparent. <laughs> uh, uh, no person, I, the guy is doing something right. He's had and, and has a number of different jobs. And he's been on the radio forever and on television. Um, I never found him to be much of a compelling personality, nor do I think he'll be one on this, but wasn't my call to make. So Ryan Seacrest, after not much thought given to it, apparently, he's the guy who will replace Sajak. So you can put a stake in the heart of the wheel uh, patch there till this time next year. So that was a bummer. And, th and, the, and my, the other reason it's time to go is that tomorrow begins Christmas in July on the Hallmark Network. There you go. And I can sit now for hours upon hours and watch back-to-back -back Christmas movies. And I've even made some new ones for this year. So, man, I have things to do. And uh, we want to thank everybody who, is, um, who has sponsored this program 
Allen's Automotive has been uh, there with us all the way. My good friend Allen has uh, has been there from day one, and I can't thank him enough for his support uh, of whatever I've done professionally, and he's been a great help to me uh, personally uh, and to Wes, and he has helped us, and I thank him for uh, always being there. And everybody else, the Hook Point guys and their brewing company and Woodland Tree and... Oh, God, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. And I can't thank them enough for being supportive. Um, things like what we're doing, much like radio, require support and require marketing and require sales uh, to create a financial realm where you can um, flourish. And that wasn't the case in this issue. And there's no fingers to point. Uh, it's... I could, but there's no point in that. And we've had a great time with this. I got a chance to have a blank canvas and create something. And I did. And I feel fulfilled by that. And hopefully this um, introduced you to some new music and some old music. And uh, uh, we have done the best we could to provide that entertainment. So this is our last go-round and uh, what comes next? Uh, a question mark. Likely podcasting in some form, but not for a bit. Not until we sit back and uh, um, examine uh, the world of broadcasting and music and how it can best be utilized to be entertaining and to be beneficial to you and to us. And it has to be something that we find interesting and in this world as every day goes by and you look at the news stories locally nationally there are very few things i find of any interest that i want to discuss or talk about i just um just don't don't want to don't want to go there i don't i don't have to and i don't want to uh, and so uh, i have many things to occupy my time my family uh, needs attention and um, I have books to read and songs to play and movies to watch and gardens to garden in and Wes and Sid have a job so <laughs> they're okay and uh, so uh, that's pretty much in a nutshell there's no reason to dig any deeper into it um, this Drake Digital thing had, uh, was likely ahead of its time and at some point will probably be a um, some kind of place to hear music. And But in a world where you can go to Spotify or to any place else of the, you know, thousand, and make your own own music lists, you know, what is, what is the value of this? I think it has some, but um, the powers that be do not well, uh, at this point. And you know, I've I've made my own playlist. I've made extensive yeah, playlists. Made There's sure. a lot to get it, a playlist uh, put together on your own that approaches anything like what we've done here takes a lot of work and effort. Yeah, because it, the the uh, you had this guiding philosophy for the station, and I have learned right away in a big way and deeply uh, how to. The, all the nuts and bolts involved in taking that and p turning that into some sort of you know, radio presentation right. that doesn't mm -hmm. overbalance on one side or the other or and and is tinkering with it to get the mix right 
is some is a time sink and a lot of people when they make their playlist they're throwing on a bunch of songs that they like and there's not a whole lot you can do sometimes about the order of those songs once they're in so that's the value of a presentation like this is someone else has done all of that work already for there's you that, yes, that's definitely. that's true and i i um it uh it sounded exactly like i wanted it to sound um with your help i mean we um i spent six months putting all these songs together and then Wes would take them and he would code them uh, if you will in ways where they it's uncanny how how well they went together um everything from the late 50s from Elvis into something by the Imagine Dragons and it works um as I mentioned before I think there is one thing in life that unites us all and that's music and some folks like some things and some folks like other things and that was the intent of this was to was to intertwine intermingle a lot of different songs and see if they would work together and they do and yeah. they can mm -hmm. um i there were i guess one of the things that i uh was aware of when i was doing this was uh a song's melody and a song's groove, if you will. And you can go from a really, you know, hard rock song into a much quieter song. And the transition is just perfect. And it works. And that's how radio was in the late 60s, early 70s. FM 100, which is now extinct and gone due to this ever-changing business which evolves around one thing which is money and um, you know god bless money and those that make it i mean that's why we're all here and uh, in, in some part is to make money uh, and they've gotten they got lazy and they got greedy and as a result you've got a lot of bad radio uh, which is not going to be around in this form uh, it's heading for extinction uh, like network TV they got too consumed and caught up in the profit margins and lost sight of the content and the people on the air and the presentation of what they were doing to make anybody care and it didn't used to be that way there were people that cared about this and this goes back you know, the the one person I believe that shook up and changed radio as far as a disc jockey is in the late 60s was Don Imus. And Don Imus was a fledgling, uh, he did all kind of stuff and he got on the radio in San Jose, I think. And he didn't know much what he was doing, but the guy was nuts. And one of the first things he did, I'll, I'll never forget this, uh, he would do these phone stunts and he called a hamburger joint <laughs> somewhere in San Jose and he placed an order for 1,200 hamburgers to go. And that became a classic piece of radio. It turned into an album. Uh, and then Imus continued on. He wrote two books. 
He was on the radio in New York City uh, on the same station as Howard Stern on WNBC. And they were bitter rivals. Uh, but Imus is the guy that kicked this in the ass and turned it into more than a bunch of guys, you know, yelling over records. And in the 70s, uh, there were uh, this entire thing spawned people that could talk and had not that much because you were always limited to make this 10 seconds and no more. Play the music. That's the star, not you. Less talk, more rock. And so the 70s was pretty much defined by consultants who applied a structure to radio and to how the songs and the people on the air were presented. And it worked, and it built, and it got bigger and bigger. Mid-70s, late-70s. In the 80s, the music changed a bit, but radio uh, adapted a little bit, yet still lacked people that were charismatic, that cared, that were honest, that could emote and make you feel something. And that's when you had the rollout of people like Howard Stern, who was the second person to really change the business. Um, and he began as an amateur and a rookie and turned his act into what became known as the shock jock. Imus wasn't a shock jock. He was a little bit more uh, cerebral than that. Um, Rush Limbaugh uh, was a pioneer in this business. And before he turned into uh, an extremely uh, political pundit and was doing an act that was an act um, in many ways, incredibly popular because he had something to say, whether you liked it or not. Stern took it to a whole different place that many people uh, didn't like. He was a bit, he, he was huge on the East Coast and in New York. And a lot of places in the South, like Memphis, uh, tried the Stern show. It didn't work here. It was very East Coasty, very racy. And you had shows that were popping up across America, like the Wake Up Crew with Tim Bevan Bad Dog. Um, John McCormack started at Rock 103 on April 4th, 1988, the same day that I did and the same day that I met Zeke. And all across America, there were morning shows that were popping up like that. And some of them had great success. And so the evolution uh, continued. There were big, big morning stars. There was Rick Dees from the Top 40 side who worked at uh, KISS in Los Angeles. Maybe the best Top 40 jock any of us ever heard. And there are so many others like him and so many teams uh, that were good. Uh, they were the star. And the music, I wouldn't say it was secondary, but it was parallel to the popularity of those people. And the combination made radio magic. I, I, I grew up listening to WLS in Chicago in the late 60s. And those guys were my heroes. They weren't doing anything that special as far as what they said, it was all in the energy, the excitement, the playing of the hits that I could pick up in Murray, Kentucky on a station uh, 
from Chicago. And then you had stations all across the country in Los Angeles. You had KMET and KLOS and KFOG in the Bay Area, all these album rock stations that uh, emerged. And uh, so the transitions continued. And by the 90s, the music had changed. Uh, but radio's presentation didn't change that much. Uh, and the jocks, except for the morning show, weren't allowed to do anything. Except say, here's another 40-minute music <laughs> marathon. God <laughs> almighty. I, I can't tell you how many books I read at Rock 103 doing afternoons during the 40-minute music marathon. <laughs> uh, and then uh, when uh, Zeke and I were given a chance to team up people uh that were in the know and had the power to make it happen decided that we should be you know paired up and we were owned i guess at the time by cbs radio and our um our old boss who hired us both uh, sherry sawyer went to battle uh to get an extra salary so he and i could do afternoons and uh, that's where that all began at Rock 103 in the late 90s. And these shows um, went from being only on in the morning, but afternoon shows that were like the morning shows began to pop up all across the country because radio was getting boring. But if you get the right chemistry and the right people, you get listeners. And we had a great success over there and had a lot of fun. And it went from me sitting there reading books during these half-hour music sweeps to us going downstairs to Alfred's, chugging two <laughs> beers apiece, then going back upstairs to talk and say, you know, some dumb, dumb shit. So uh, it's, it's a hell of a journey when you're given um, the opportunity and the freedom to do what you think is right. And nobody really corrects you unless you do something really stupid. And so we took that, and uh, I was hired to coordinate and to build what at the time was 98-1 the cat, or was it the star? I can't remember what it was then. And uh, I stole the phrase, the max, from some little station I heard in Arkansas. And, uh, really? <laughs> yep. Uh, and we and I, we checked, and the call letters uh, were out there for WXMX. And the guy that I was working with from uh, Citadel Broadcasting, he got that done. We got the uh, domain name done, 981themax.com. And Zeke went back to work uh, three months before I did because of a no-compete clause in our contracts. And we began that in... Uh, July, early July, maybe the 8th or 9th, interesting timing. Uh, and that began to develop and evolve and went on for six, about 12, 13 years until he died. Um, and so until he and I got together, me and him, he and us, whatever the right grammar is, um, the radio thing was 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 pretty boring and didn't really pay the bills much, uh, but that took off and um, was a big deal, 
we had uh, great success uh, and great ratings, and I uh, that's because people listened to it. And because it was, um, at the time, anybody doing a radio show like that was in search of men 25 to 54 years old. That was the target audience, as they call it. And so the content was uh, derived from what Stern was doing and some of the other guys who were doing a bunch of dick jokes and a bunch of stuff that today would not be acceptable at all. And um, so we, we just did it and never looked back and had some incredible experiences uh, on and off the air traveling to New York for the Grammys and traveling here and there to broadcast and going to a Super Bowl and doing all these things that now seem like they were a long time ago. And they were. And then uh, he passed and uh, I decided, you know, why should I stop? And so Wes and Sid were off the air producers and we tossed them in the fire and here we are today. And um, so our time over there came to a conclusion because it was great for a long time until you get the wrong people in the wrong places. And then it becomes drudgery and it's not worth it. And so we had the chance to do this and to create, to go back to, I guess, my beginnings and make a radio station based around the music. And there was a lot more music to work with than there was back in 1972. I'll tell you that. Mm, yeah. Uh, so that was the fun part. Uh, and I still will always believe that this was, uh, was highly entertaining and the music was very entertaining. And I don't listen to radio, and I didn't then, until this. And then I could put it on in my car or at my desk at home and be blown away by how beautifully all these songs worked together and it just worked and we had fun in the mornings uh but in the past three years past five years radio has begun to descend into uh a place where they're well there's a bottom and it's approaching it and they're i don't envy anybody who works now for one of these corporate giants that are trying to survive every day. Um, the future is not bright for this, and it's um, it's unfortunate. But uh, it is the fault of of management making bad decisions about things like programming, which they have that no business putting their nose in. But everybody's an expert uh, until uh, it all falls to pieces, and that's what's happening now. Goodbye, FM one hundred. Rock 103 is pretty much, they're Rock 102, irrelevant. The other stations, uh, I'll not offer any personal comments on how bad they sound, but I feel sorry for them. Uh, and I'm glad that we got out when we did. And so we come to this point. Uh, we, we had our fun, and I had a chance to recreate my beginnings and uh, that is a, an unusual thing to be allowed to do um, I see this as an art form as art as putting together songs 
and and just doing it in a way that entertains people those that get it and surprisingly a large a large number of people do get it but people that own radio stations don't get it they are concerned about banks and money and selling stations and that's their job isn't their fault that's just the life that they chose we chose the other side and so we are at the mercy of how those things work for them or not for them and so this thing has been a good run and um, I have no great emotion at uh, having this come to a, a close there are more things to do there's podcasting and there are other things to approach and to get involved with and that may come to pass the Facebook page will still be there um, and there are other things coming down the pike that we will um, have on the social media circuit so uh, that to me uh, is that's really all I have to say I don't have any overwhelming sense of loss about any of this um, it's been fun I've done it and I'm ready to go you know play in my gardens spend time with my family and read and watch movies and sleep um, I'm considering the professional pickleball circuit oh you uh, too yeah I'm really giving that some thought although I saw a list of how many injuries there are from playing pickleball so I'm not I'm not sure about that one uh, but but seriously uh, there's a lot of life uh, to live and when you get in this business the past 18 years of my life uh, we're pretty much getting up between 4 and 5 in the morning and doing something that I came to dread uh, not with this but with what came before this but the hours begin to get old and um, the entire thing gets old but the love of music will never leave me again I believe it is the one unifying component among human beings whether you live in the, in, in the depths of the jungle or if you live in Kansas someplace <laughs> it ties us all together definitely and it always it always has and it always will and there's so much of it to explore so explore and find things that entertain you and make you smarter and be curious continue to be curious and find things that make you happy so that's really a, a, there, there were some texts from nice people that Sid wanted to read yes somebody says just heard the news I've started my day uh, every morning by the sound of Drake's voice since 2004 loved the Drake and Zeke show then the Drake show and forward he always kept me informed as to the important news and entertainment and and entertained me with his opinion which mostly aligned with my own this show will be sadly missed in my morning routines and I hope with all my heart a podcast comes out of this which I'll be watching for thank you Drake Wes and Sid for sharing my mornings with me you'll be greatly missed very nice thank you thank you Steve says he didn't say you did he Wes yes that well, person said Wes yeah. oh, okay. there see <laughs> <laughs> yes God Drake I'm helping Steve says, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I heard, uh, Steve says, I missed the first, uh, first part of the show today. What's going on? Y'all signing off. I heard 
And then he said, uh, no, I ju I've just caught up. Excuse me while I go have a good cry, says Steve. Oh. Thank you. It's okay, man. You know, uh, this website of ours, drakehallmemphis.com, contains how many of these shows, Wes? Uh, now, there's months, no, now, there's no months, music months on them. That, right. That's what sucks. But mm -hmm. that's just the law and publishing rights. So we assume that the podcasting that is on there will uh, still be there, except for my shows about music, because you can't uh, replay songs about music on a podcast, because they could be taped, because yeah. people are cheaters. Thomas says, I hate to hear the sad news this morning, but I wanted to say thank you for all you have done the past couple of years. The show has been a huge part of my life over the past three years as I commute three hours a day to work, and your show has definitely helped pass the time. I wish the best of luck to you three in the future, and I hope to hear more from y'all soon. Thanks again, and keep rocking, says Thomas. Somebody had to say keep rocking. Thanks, um, Thomas. <laughs> Boyd says, oh, no, please don't go. Y'all are the best without a doubt. Thursday is not supposed to be a teary day. Alas, here, uh, alas, here I am saddened. I wish you all the best, and we'll be looking for y'all in the future. Godspeed to each of you, says Boyd. Thank you, Boyd. That's very nice. Philip says, farewell, friends. I hope to hear the three of you again at some point. I don't know what I'm going to do with my mornings after I don't know uh, how many years of listening says Philip. You'll find something, man. <laughs> uh, Anita Thank says that, yeah, Anita says there's so few people that I can agree with and who actually tell the truth about all that's going on in this city and this world. And it's going to be hard, not automatically turning on my app. You will be truly missed says Anita with a sad face. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Chris says I've, uh, I'm going to miss y'all so much. I'm, I know you are not family, but it feels like you are music is the tapestry of our lives and i feel like the rug has been pulled out love y'all take care and god bless says chris very nice um lisa says with crying faces love y'all and we'll continue to follow on facebook and hope y'all will be back soon we shall see yeah uh let's see uh uh oh tim says my ears are weeping at the news of your demise you guys have been uh mainstay in my routine for years thanks for the notes and good humor love you guys good luck says tim demise sounds like death thanks tim thanks tim um jan says we, that we, we we aren't dead yet bro <laughs> uh jan says this sucks hate to see you go take care that was pretty deep thanks for I that know. heavy thought <laughs> susan says y'all aren't folding are you please no yeah, well, this is how Hold things on. go in the mm -hmm. in the rock and roll biz. Even Kiss has to go. Come on, man. <laughs> in some form or fashion. Yeah, finally when they die on stage. Uh, Polly, Polly, who listens and has texted forever, says, I believe Drake will be okay, but I'm concerned with Wes and Sid. Bless you all. I have tears, says Polly. Uh, well, thanks. Thank you, Polly. Uh uh, I just read that one. So, yeah, thank you. 878-9420 is the text line. Those were very sweet. sweet uh, the text line won't be worth much anymore, but uh, well, there's a Facebook page and that kind of stuff. Does right. the email still work? Uh, uh, yeah. did last time we checked. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, somebody wanted me to 
pay for some kind of nonsense, which I didn't pay for. So I wondered if it still worked. Mail at DrakeHallMemphis.com right. is that one. All right. Well, uh, there isn't a lot more to say. Well, there is, but there's no point. Um, I don't feel the need to elaborate on uh, anything other than what I've already said. And um, this is my 35th year in this city doing radio in some form. And um, uh, I look back with fond memories and uh, great friends, many of whom I have lost over the past decade, which doesn't make this, um, it just made it harder to watch Bad Dog die and to watch Zeke die and to watch John Kilzer die and to watch Chris Jarman die and a bunch of other radio people that died. This is a rough business. And uh, other friends, you know, personal and family. Um, as you get older, it happens. It's how the world goes. Um, but I have missed them and missed those interactions. And it makes the whole thing kind of bittersweet. But um, uh, this isn't, I, I don't know what the future holds. I have no idea. I'm going to let it come to me. I think as you get older, you learn to stop trying to swim upstream. Let it come to you. And it usually does, whatever the case may be. So on that note, we'll, um, there's podcasting and stuff on the website. We assume that will remain. And uh, there will be something, I would imagine, down the road. So keep your eyes on the Facebook page and yes. all of that, which Sid continues to maintain. And um, we thank you all for your kind words and for listening and for getting it. Those that get it are the ones I would like to give a big hug to. Those that didn't, well, there's always sweet child of mine on every station <laughs> in town. Uh, you could use something <laughs> yes. bad. Even, at least. even Steve Harvey's playing sweet child of mine. Uh, <laughs> a couple of tunes we came up with. Just to play on the way out. Thank you all. We'll see you.